G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, if you are a regular listener, you'll know that we often talk about the recent developments in Western nations like Australia where people can be cancelled for holding the wrong views. Usually people are cancelled or silenced when they hold an alternative view to a prevailing narrative that we sometimes describe as the narrative of the left or, more accurately, cultural Marxism, reflecting the atheistic vision of someone like Karl Marx. Well, Christian lawyers are serious about the threat that comes not only to Christianity but to all Australians and free speech. Well, tomorrow night in Perth, lawyers are holding a seminar on Western civilization and cancel culture. Augusto Zimmerman is Professor and Head of Law at Sheridan College in Perth. Augusto is joining us. Augusto, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Augusto, you're saying our history, our culture and our very right to free speech are being cancelled, even people self-cancelling. What is all this about? Well, look, it's a major problem that uh, the West is facing. And the reasons for such a, a cancellation, they can vary, but it's usually connected with the person uh, having expressed an opinion that is considered to be uh, objectionable or perhaps uh, not acceptable by the ruling elites, including the intellectual class and the political establishment. Now, when we hear of Twitter mobs, uh People talk about piling on, the idea of public shaming. Uh, this sort of thing is increasingly happening. And uh, I guess there are going to be those who are not concerned about cancel culture at all. But if you've got an opinion and you want it to be made public, you have to rely on some of those platforms for getting your message out. Those are the sorts of things where this battle's being fought. Yeah, absolutely. And what happens is that in the past uh, we had... Uh a form of censorship uh, happening uh, through government. And you have the example of the Stalinist regime in the Soviet Union that used to employ the full force of the state against uh, uh, opinions that were considered to be undesirable by the ruling class. But now what's happening is that um, a mere accusation by uh, people in social media of racism or sexism or phobia, even anti-Muslim bias can lead to a person uh, be cancelled, especially if uh, the person is not within the new privileged groups uh, in the identity politics uh, spectrum of the woke generation. So if a person dares to have an opinion, he can, he or she, be cancelled by these uh, neo-fascists of the left that are using the power of social media to practice their bigotry and their intolerance. And when you come under this sort of pressure, Augusto, uh, people becoming afraid of their own work colleagues, uh, afraid to have an opinion, is this where this idea of self-cancelling comes in? I'm just not ready to fight this battle. I'm just going to be quiet. 
Uh, indeed, because you see that this can happen even with very powerful people that can, uh, as a result of the accusations, be cancelled uh, themselves. Uh, we have the example, uh, for instance, of Professor Alan Dorshevitz, and he is a very well-known uh, professor at Harvard Law School, and his accuser uh, uh, basically alleged that he had... Uh, uh, had sexual intercourse with her. And then the fact is that he has been uh, uh, completely vindicated and the accusations were found ultimately wrong, completely wrong. But um, despite of this overwhelming evidence in his favor, he has been canceled uh, by some uh, media outlets. And you have also even justices of the Supreme Court that have managed miraculously to survive. But if you do not have enough power and prestige, and if you're just a common man, uh, a normal citizen, you might uh, be canceled in a way that you have uh, uh, terrible implications, including uh, the possibility of this person to eventually uh, even take his life. I know that listeners will be encouraged, uh, perhaps inspired, by the fact that lawyers are taking these things very seriously because there is an effect on Christians in public life. Uh, the sorts of people who will be coming to your seminar tomorrow night, Augusto, who are you expecting to be a part of the things that you'll be talking about? Well, look, uh, it's a privilege that I work in an environment, an academic environment that uh, is quite extraordinary in these days, which is one valuing uh, the idea of academic freedom and free speech. Uh, free speech and due process are under major attack in this country. And some universities have uh, uh, now adopted hate speech codes that are impeding on the exercise of, of free expression and free opinions. So we are having at Sheridan a very important event, indeed, which is about cancel culture, which is about the celebration of the good things regarding Western civilization. And we have two excellent speakers to be addressing these matters. One is Stephen Huworth, who is my colleague, and he uh, uh, is uh, an expert in classical Christian education and Christian history. Another person who is going to be the other speaker is Joshua Forrester. He's a PhD candidate in law, and he is a very good friend of mine, but apart from this, his area is cancel culture and the culture war aspect of this uh, uh, movement. What we're talking about here, I guess, is the idea of handing over power to bullies, and uh, it's an issue of control here. Some people will say, isn't this a turn-the-other-cheek moment, but uh, I suspect uh, you're in favour of saying, no, you've got to stand your ground. If you don't stand your ground, you're going to be steamrolled. Is this a, generally a right way of thinking about how you might address this? Well, look, we as Christians have to be engaged uh, in the uh, struggle for justice and freedom. And unfortunately, uh, what happens here is that some people uh, who have expressed even uh, Christian uh, positions in the public sphere, they end up being cancelled and their lives completely undermined and destroyed. I don't think a Christian who is really taking his faith seriously should accept that some people are the victims of false accusations and, and therefore have their lives completely destroyed as a result. There is a good, good number of people who are victims of this, and they have, some of them, even taken their lives, committed suicide as a result of all the pressure they have received.
So it's worth becoming involved in the battle. You might even call it a struggle because there are some challenging times ahead in a sense as we're becoming a little more non-Christian in our Australian culture. Control can become quite unruly, uh, even violent, and uh, and there are some significant consequences if you don't actually make a stand here. Absolutely, and you see that uh, there is a precedent in the past, uh, namely in Germany in the 1930s, where people were uh, trying to be protected from government, and then the government would dictate what people had to say. But the ultimate result of this is the total suppression of free speech and also combined or coupled now with the undermining of due process of law. So you're talking about innocent people being falsely accused. And as a result of this uh, uh, movement, the basic rules of evidence and due process have been undermined to such an extent that I would not be surprised if some innocent victims of false accusations are now serving uh, sentences in jail here in Australia for crimes that they have not committed. Well, innocent people falsely accused. Some will say, Augusto, that what's happening with cancel culture could be even more dangerous than the idea of a dictatorial authoritarian government because it's out there in the mob area where people uh, can be publicly shamed and uh, those sorts of issues very challenging and of course when they come before the courts uh, then that's where lawyers are involved so tomorrow night's seminar uh, lawyers uh, what about church leaders who else would be invited to be a part in this sort of seminar you're running well look everybody's invited and as you mentioned uh, very properly cancel culture is a child of these uh, or descendant, if you must say, of the hard-left Stalinist approach. But Stalinism would use the power of government, where the cancel culture is employing not only, employing not only the power of government, but also of public opinion, social media. So everybody who has a concern for the undermining of fundamental rights and freedoms and the preservation of the rule of law, they'd have to attend. And as Christians, we have the obligation to be salt and light. This conference will provide the ammunition necessary for you to be more engaged in the great debate and to protect our fundamental rights and freedoms that ultimately are derived from a Christian worldview. Well, legal philosopher Professor Augusto Zimmerman, head of law at Sheridan College in Perth, tomorrow night is that seminar at 6.30 for a 7.15 start. It'll be on at the Sheridan Institute of Higher Education in the South Wing, Nash Street in Perth. Augusto, thank you so much for taking some time to share these thoughts. I'll point listeners to the website of the Western Australian Legal Theory Association, W-A-L-T-A, walter.net.au, W-A-L-T-A.net.au for more detail about tomorrow night's seminar. Augusto, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thank you very much and God bless you and your listeners. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 